Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Welcome to a new episode of Deadline's Hollywood Podcast. I am your co-host, Amanda Anduka. And my name is Dino Ray Ramos. (laughs) <laughs> and, and for today's episode, we have Sonequa Martin-Green, who is best known um, for her Walking, De- uh, Walking Dead character, Sasha, who is no longer with us. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler well, alert. Well, that was a long time ago, But now right? she's, it wasn't a long time now ago. Now she's Michael Burnham on uh, Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, um, I, I mean, this is a history-making character, right? Yeah. She, she's, a, she's a female lead. She's a, a black female lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she... I, I, I don't want to get this wrong. Trekkies might get mad at me. Like, yeah. I, think, I don't know what her ranking is. I think it's Do you, are you from, are you, are you no. Okay. <laughs> no. You, you but no, but she, she, she's like the lead. Yeah, that's she's amazing. the lead. It's a big deal. You know, the first black face is a friend. And this the whole uh, the series. The, 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 the whole new, the whole series is like very progressive, has a, a gay couple. Yeah, we had and, Wilson Cruz yeah, who played then, one half of the And then there people. was an Asian lead as well. Yeah. So she is kind of making history in that yeah. kind of uh, the, 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 sci- the the Star Trek franchise. Yeah. And we talk about her dealing with fans of such a um, long time beloved franchise. Yeah, very rabid Very fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, talks like we talk about encounters that she's had and dealing with like, because there's a bit of backlash when it was first announced. And oh yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because you know, yeah, we talk people about don't like change sometimes mm-hmm. or they don't uh, respond to change. But that's kind of what the whole Star Trek franchise was based, and I think we talk about this as well. Is it's about inclusivity, mm-hmm. like even the very first Star Trek, like the the, uh, the 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 TV show, it had the first interracial kiss. Yeah, on on, on network TV. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was. I, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. Okay, co-sign yeah. David. Yeah, <laughs> and that means it's Fact true. Check. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, true. so. Yeah, so we talk a lot about that, but yeah, yeah, she was awesome. She was. We talked about, we went to, we attended this event um, during the Oscar season called um, Ho- uh, Black Women in Hollywood. It's put on by Essence. Um, and, you know, to me, it was the best, it was the most uplifting event that I went through throughout the whole, the, that whole, like, season. It was a, a lot of female empowerment, a lot of sisterhood. It was, I mean, it, it honored Lupita. There was, not uh, not Lupita, sorry, yeah. Deny. Was it Lena? Lena was one of the Lena Wade was one of the honorees. So was um, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, (laughs) uh, Tessa Thompson, who um, you know is doing great things for for women of color, was also honored. So it was really it was really nice, and she rocked my my sweater. I know. Well, it's not not my sweater, but we all. Oh yeah, and then like we talked about us planning a a, a, a one for all people of color at Red Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) So without further ado, Sonequa Martin Green. Sneeko, thank you again for being here. We're actually very excited to have you on very here. Very excited. <laughs> thank you. You've played some 
pretty iconic roles like Sasha and now Michael. I feel like these roles are going to be talked about for for years to come. I oh, I think so in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Oh, my um, but um, I just want to start from the beginning and like from the, like what kind of like when you first got into the business, like mm-hmm. what kind of roles were you auditioning for? What was co- like what maybe were you getting offered? Mm. Was yeah. <laughs> Offers no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. Okay. Uh, First of all, I'm happy to be here. Thank you yeah, guys for yeah, having me. Yeah, no worries. Um, and yes, so when I first got started, when I graduated um, from the University of Alabama with my theater degree, mm-hmm. and I moved straight to New York City, mm. um, I, I was actually very blessed. Um, there were lots of auditions, lots of um, nose turns, uh, mm. nose turning up to my accent and everything because I was still, I still had a Southern pretty. Accent. We're from Texas, accent. so when yeah. I say y'all, people make fun of me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so you know, it was still, you know, you could still hear it and everything. And so there was a lot of, you know, I got a lot of side eye and a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, teasing and whatnot. But um, but yes, it was a lot of, you know, just random little bits that I was auditioning for for the first probably six to eight months that I was in New York City. And then I was blessed to audition for Toe to Toe, which um, ended up being, you know, such a revolutionary role for me and a breakthrough, um, a breakout role for me. And, mm-hmm. and it, was, it was a breakthrough, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I found myself from that role forward, which I'll, I'll forever be grateful to Emily Apt, who was the writer, director, and producer of that film, um, for taking, you know, taking a chance on me, as they say, because from that point forward, I really found myself playing a lot of strong girls at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. A lot of these strong teenagers who had um, had a distinct moral compass, who had, who were very uh, goal-oriented and, and, and mission-oriented. Um, and I just sort of looked back a few years later and I said, I've been playing really strong girls and now I'm ready to play women. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you know, and yes. there, there was a shift with that for me because I had such a young face. Um, so even once I started playing women, I have played quite strong women that's, from the beginning. That's, good, that's always yeah, good. Because a lot yes. of people that come on this, um, the, the podcast, like when it, when they first started out, they always get the stereotypical type yeah. roles, you know? Yeah, like. Um, we just had someone, um, a, a, somebody that was like, they got the, she was a, a Latino actor. She's like, I got the maids and the ah, prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. which is really sad. Or like, you know, you get thug or you absolutely. Know, martial artist or yeah. thug's girlfriend, thug's exactly. girlfriend. Or, you know, or best friend or, or sassy sidekick. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. of course, there's a place for those yeah, yeah. roles. And, you know, when you tell the truth, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's story deserves to be told. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it, it's interesting because something that I consider to be an annoyance, which was how young. I looked mm. because I was a woman. I was in my early 20s, but I was still a woman. But I was playing these teenagers. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing these, you know, these really, really young, um, these these older adolescents and, and and younger adults. And I thought to myself, when am I going to play women? But mm-hmm. it actually afforded me the opportunity to play these strong people mm-hmm. because these teenagers were yes, yeah. they were fierce. Mm-hmm. And so after the fact, you know, looking back in hindsight, I thought, well. Thank God I looked young because mm-hmm. I played these really intricate people who were, you know, in these coming of age type mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. So who, that's how I sort of, I guess, missed it. <laughs> <laughs> who did you look up to like, like yeah. coming up to the curve? Um, I, let's see. Well, this is interesting, but I, I looked up to a lot of different people. 
I looked up to, when I was really little, before I understood that I was meant to be an actor, I, I looked up to Angela Bassett for sure, mm. because she was just a beast. Oh. And what, which movie did it for What's you? What's Love got to do oh, it. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was a beast. Yes. Yes. And just to see this woman, you know, make this journey from, from battered to, to victor, mm. and you know, from, um, from the abused to the hero, mm -hmm. um, you know, was so profound. And, and obviously I, you know, was moved by Tina Turner, you mm -hmm. know, the real woman. Yeah. And I would sit, I would sit in, in my room and think about her as a child and think about her journey and think about her life and how she was able to overcome. And, but then there were other women along the way um, you know, I I really loved Whoopi Goldberg. I mm. I the, I I went through a period where I really loved Charlize Theron. Mm. I Theron Theron. Yeah, <laughs> Some, I'm always those. confused yeah. about that too. Theron Theron. <laughs> one of I those feel, is right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like years ago people were saying Theron, and, and then now people are Theron. saying Theron. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, forgive me, Charlize. Yes. I ain't trying to get Sorry. your name wrong. I ain't yes. trying to get your name wrong. <laughs> um, so so yes, and then there were a lot of men that yeah. I was moved by mm -hmm. as well. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and weirdly enough, I, I found a lot of similarities with my craft mm -hmm. with a lot of men. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, Denzel is, is, is a very um, common one, but Billy Crudup is one that oh. I don't I don't hear many people talk about, but I, I love him. I think, oh yeah. my goodness! Mm. If, if you stage beauty, I mm, that's yes, my goodness, yes, bringing out the dead mm -hmm. is another one. Another another film he did with Jennifer Connelly that um, that is just this masterpiece. You know this this masterclass in acting. Mm -hmm. And James Marsters was another one who I really took to from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Buffy. Um, yes. <laughs> and so, yes, there were these, you know, sort of like um, these these men that were not, you know, uh, widely popular that, you know, sort of had this work behind the scenes mm -hmm. that I was just looking at and learning from and gleaning from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are lots of others that yes. I can't think of yeah. in this moment. Yeah. Um, so in Star Trek Discovery, mm -hmm. you are... Commander? Yes, well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Commander yeah. Michael Burnham. <laughs> yes. um, so how familiar were you with Star Trek, the Star Trek world? Mm -hmm. And if you weren't, like, how did you even kind of prepare for Because you know how Star Trek fans are. Yeah. They take ownership. They but, do. But, like, how familiar were you with the franchise? And then um, how did you even just kind of prepare you to be put in this position yeah. where you're going to be up there with James <laughs> it, T. Kirk and Spock and, and, and Picard and all these people. Like, yes. how did you even, like, get into that mindset? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it was a journey. Yeah. 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 Mindset. It really was. Uh -huh. Because I, I was very aware of yeah. Star Trek, right? It's hard for any of us to not be yeah. aware yeah. of it and, and, and its impact. Mm -hmm. um, I, I knew what an institution it was and, and how prodigious it was. And so I... I had not really seen anything in in it. I had seen the most recent J.J. Abrams movies, mm -hmm. um, but it, it used to be on. The, 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 I remember the original series being on. I remember Next Generation being on um, the, the TV when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I've been saying a lot that you know maybe osmotically it, yeah, it, it came yeah, into yeah, me yeah. some kind of way. But I, you know, I I knew what it meant and I knew what a big deal it was. 
and I just wanted to serve and I, and I wanted to do it justice and I wanted to be of utmost service. Mm -hmm. And so I, I purposed to watch every single thing that there ever was. Mm -hmm. And as I, as I joke about quite often, I did not get very far no. <laughs> because there is so there much. is a lot content yeah. yeah and i i saw quite a bit of of tos i saw quite a bit of voyager i saw quite a bit of enterprise i didn't see any of the movies yet so i i am still going to see everything okay. but i know it's going to take me some time mm -hmm. um but i you know that had a lot to do with it it was really digging into the universe and it was mm -hmm. really you know getting to know as much as i possibly could of course for me digging into the original series was really helpful because of spock yeah because yeah. of his presence in the show yeah, because yeah. the way the writers have i i must say brilliantly woven michael burnham into the family of spock mm -hmm. Sarek and amanda i mean i i just i just love it i love what they've done mm -hmm. so i you know pulled a lot from that because mm -hmm. i thought well this is my surrogate brother and so this is you know this is teaching me about my life my upbringing and whatnot as michael burnham um so it was really about that and it was really about understanding that it's i, I cannot stay overwhelmed yeah <laughs> yeah i have to get past that so yeah. that i can you know so give the story what it needs being the first um black female to really just like um, lead this 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 new Starfleet. Um, yeah, yeah. Starfleet. Yeah, you're the leader. Yeah, just <laughs> um, were there True. any because of you know social media? They're, they're mm -hmm. they they just never like they never right. cease to right. <laughs> amaze. They oh, they're never gonna be silenced. They're never not, they're never gonna they're never gonna be they're never gonna be silenced about anything. So, right. but was there any hesitation on your part to take on this role because right. no one did such yeah. a big yeah. Franchise. Was there stomach and knots? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there was absolutely no hesitation okay. whatsoever. As soon as I saw that it was the path that you know basically God had laid out for me. Mm -hmm. I said, let's do this. Mm -hmm. um, I thought, um, because there was some backlash and there was a bit of vitriol and there was some hateration. There yes, was a as lot they of say. Mary J. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I was, I was, I was at once um, surprised by it and on the other hand, not yeah. surprised by it. It was a, it was a double-sided coin mm -hmm. because I, being from the South, and being a black woman in America yeah. from the South. Yeah. Um, you know, I know all there is to know about that. I have very particular, personal, intimate experiences with that, mm -hmm. um, with that point of view, with that um, white supremacist point of view, with that patriarchal point of view. And so, but at the same time, I thought, but this is Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And what I've said before is that Star Trek has always had a legacy of diversity, yeah. universality, yeah. indivisibility, yeah. equality. We have reached a point in this story of Star Trek, we've reached a point where these things are no longer, you know, an issue. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been, we've overcome them, a lot of the isms that yeah. we deal with today. Mm -hmm. And so it, I'm thinking to myself, if you love Star Trek, if you really do love it, then then this makes no sense. Yeah. Then this is completely antithetical mm -hmm. to what Star Trek represents. So I don't understand you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand what you mean. You're 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 being you're being hypocritical. <laughs> so it, it was an interesting um, experience. But I, you know, I have such an incredible group of people around me um, in the company of Star Trek with the with the producing staff, the writers, the, the cast, the crew. Mm -hmm. And we all just so firmly believe in what we're doing. We yeah. really do take it so seriously and we're so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And so we all banded together and we were all unified and we all said, well, 
A. <laughs> a. Yeah. Join us. Yeah, or join us. Or not. Like, or just yeah. like go do something else. Yeah, go, exactly. Go, you know. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that just totally makes sense because this like it seems like Star Trek was started on this foundation of Absolutely. inclusion and diversity. And this this cast, this we had Wilson on. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I love that yeah. podcast, yeah. by the yeah. way. Oh, thank you. Yes. Love the, you, Wilson. <laughs> and just the fact that it had the first uh, the same-sex cup? couple. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The first female captain with a female first officer. Mm-hmm. Yes. The first Asian female yes. captain. And like Obviously I, the first black female, yeah. you know. And lead. I know that there was like a lot of backlash in the beginning of the series mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not, not spoiling, whatever. But it's yeah, like, it's, but yeah, it's like again, it's where I think yeah. if it was a different time, honestly, mm-hmm. I, th- I don't, because people are quick to tweet Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. Well, a lot yeah. of it also has to do with our political climate. Yeah, yes. oh, people yeah. are people feel very justified mm-hmm. in their um, closed-mindedness yes. mm-hmm. and in their you know tainted social conditioning. Mm-hmm. They feel very justified in it, and and so it's that's why it's so important for us to love and have empathy because love is what never fails. Yeah. Love never fails, right? And so that's why rather than say. Well, forget you then. You know, it's like, <laughs> how about you join us? Yes. How about you give it a shot and, and see what happens? Yeah. See if it opens you up. Yeah. Hopefully, prayerfully, it will. Hopefully, it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, in addition to Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. you also starred in Walking Dead. Yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> um, and now with movies like Black Panther and Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. we're seeing more black leads right. in fantasy and sci-fi. Like something that, you know, it's, we would never... I mean, right. even before, when it, when it was, they were leads. It was a niche thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, like yeah. it would be like right. a black exploitation. Absolutely. Kind of something uh, ordeal. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like we see Black Panther, and now it's making like gajillion dollars. It is making I a gajillion I just, dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just read it. It's like $19 million shy of being the highest grossing I think either Marvel movie or superhero movie of all Probably. time. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not either. Yeah. I hope it makes it. Yeah. It, 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 I think it's going to make it. I mean, it. they're really going to make a sequel, so. Oh, <laughs> of course, right? That's like a but, no-brainer. Um, uh, yeah, so we're seeing more black leads in, mm-hmm. in, in fantasy and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that is, and do you, do you remain optimistic about diverse roles for you know, people of color, like diversity within diversity. Absolutely, yeah. yes, mm. I remain optimistic. And I think it's it's easy to remain optimistic when you see it, right? Mm. You know, because for a long time, all we had to, all we had was to hope for it. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing it, you know, which is amazing. And I and I hope that it that it expands. Mm. I hope I'm really excited for that big blockbuster um, superhero film with with, with an Asian. Um, so am I. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm really excited for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know. And so, and obviously we, you know, we've had great, you know, Asian characters, but I really want to see the, 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 you know, the sort of tent pole, you know. Yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, yeah, yeah. and 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 so, and that's only it's it's coming, you know. Yeah. We're taking the steps toward that right now. Mm-hmm. So I am very optimistic, and I mean, you know, dollar dollar bills, y'all, <laughs> that's for real, because yeah. it because that's really the you know, that's the money talks, right? Exactly. And so, exactly. you know, what has happened so much in the past is that, you know, producers and studio heads and whatnot have said that, oh, well, it doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. Yeah. And yes, it does. And, yeah, and, it does. Right? And, and it's because people are so ready for it. People are so ready to see, um, to see it depicted on their screens what 
the world actually looks like when they walk outside, right? Yeah. And obviously, I think art has a very deep responsibility to do that. I think mm -hmm. storytelling has a deep responsibility to do that. Um, we have to be a mirror. That's what art is for. Yeah. Um, so I am gassed all the way up about mm. what's happening yeah. right now. I just yeah, hope the, the momentum theaters. continues. Conti yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, it's like a, we have wrinkle in time, and we do. there. I mean. <laughs> when I was telling Amanda this one, when, when I saw that little Filipino boy, oh yeah, oh, yes. I, I, I was, I was like, I, I started crying. Yes, and Amanda laughed at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> well, she just, was, just pictured because I didn't see you cry, so I was just I was, picturing yeah. you like. I was that okay. Boy and I, I wasn't like full out bawling, but I was yeah. like, because <laughs> yes. I, like, I see me Absolutely. as a little kid, I see my little nephews, oh my, gosh. and I was just like, oh, it's like, oh. Which is what it's yeah. all about. It's kind yeah. of like that mirroring thing. You that have we were to see about. yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to. If you if we want art to affect people, mm -hmm. if we want it to positively affect people and incite positive change, people have to see themselves in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And I remember how excited I was about Slumdog Millionaire. Remember how yeah. exciting yeah. Slumdog Millionaire was? Yeah. It was such a tremendous film and it had this amazing run in the theaters and obviously it won the Oscar and yeah. everything. And I was like, this is such a this is amazing. So yes, we're we're building. Yeah, we're building. So thinking back at the beginning of your career, did you mm -hmm. ever could you ever have imagined you being in this position that you are right now and having these these type the type of iconic roles that you've had? No, the past few projects. I I, I really did not imagine. I mean, even to put it simply, I I didn't even imagine I would land in sci-fi. Yeah, um, I loved sci-fi growing up. I really did, and. When I knew that I needed to be an actor, that that was what I was supposed to do with my life, I never thought of sci-fi. I, I always sort of thought of drama. Mm -hmm. um, I always wanted to do um, yeah, yeah, right, things like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, I always wanted to do um, you know theater, film, and TV. I knew I wanted to do all three, um, but I, I certainly didn't think I would land mostly in TV, and I didn't know that it would be sci-fi on TV. Mm -hmm. um, but I love the sci-fi genre. Because of uh, because of its possibilities, because of its potential, you know, there's so many things that you can inject into sci-fi stories. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get away with a lot of deep um, sociopolitical themes mm -hmm. and um, things that really touch someone because they're opened up from the fantasy oh, of yeah. it all. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get those you get those themes in there, right? So I really appreciate sci-fi. I appreciate that that's where I've sort of landed. Mm -hmm because I can really see the power of the stories that are being told. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it really, people can really dive into it. Yeah, mm. I think so. And I mean, those those are the ones that usually have the big cult following. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great to have somebody like you in these type of big, um, like Walking Dead obviously is a huge franchise. Yeah. Star Trek is a huge franchise. Just to have mm -hmm. you there to like, like, like we talked about before, be that mirror. That, Absolutely. You know, if from, for some young actor that wants to come up, they can also do sci-fi. It didn't have to be drama. It exactly. Have to be back, so, and they yeah. can be, they can be, you know, for that, for those, I mean, it always makes me want to cry when I talk about the youth. But you know, it's like you can be a leader. Yeah, exactly. And you can be the smartest person in the room, and you can be a scientist, and you can be an astronaut, and you can be an engineer, and and you can be a genius. You know, and I think that's one of the things that's most powerful about my character on on, on Star Trek, uh, Michael Burnham, is that, 
you know, yes, it's this black woman who's this leader, but she's also a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that that's really powerful for you know young black girls mm. and young girls of of all colors to see that, and young boys. Yeah, know, yeah. To see, oh, you know, and they it's, need to see it too. Yeah, there's just we're we're multifaceted, you know, like yes. we're not we're not one dimensional. So true. Um, um, but you're wearing a sweater. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yes, yes. <laughs> this is an audio podcast, yeah. but I know you can't see it. Yeah. But you and um, you and Amanda both went to a, an event. Yeah, the oh, Essence Black Women in Hollywood. And I was just mm-hmm. telling her, I, we cover a lot of events during film award season, yeah. but that was my absolute favorite. It was I wish I was there. Would I have been invited? Yeah, <laughs> no, of course you would. But yeah, I, you know, I, would, I had to work. Just, just, just like from the people that yeah. were in the room to the people that were being honored. Absolutely. Everybody, everything, like it was just exuding like sister. And it I was. loved it. That's such yeah. a good word for it. Yeah. It was sisterhood. It was so uplifting. So uplifting. There was so much genuine love and, and admonition and admiration and respect in the room. And you know, Danai Gurira, my oh. my Oh yeah, my, oh, my beloved <laughs> sister was 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 um, was honored that night. Tiffany Haddish, Tessa yeah. Thompson, and Lena Waithe. And you know the words that came out of their mouths, um, you know when they were on that stage. Um, this shirt is something that Essence gifted all of yeah. us. It says, um, it says, res- you it says res- it. respect, protect, love, and I think it says the black woman. Yes. What well, is yeah. in the back? Nothing. There's nothing oh, on, the on the back. back. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's it, just, it was yeah. very empowering. I just remember yeah. um, even like this, like little, like um, during Denai's speech, she she's you know saying happy birthday to right, uh, Lupita, and it was like just oh. sharing that your moment with somebody yeah. else to me right. was like that said a lot you know it really did it because so. it was lupita's birthday that day yeah and she and she, and she came was, to be there with deny yeah to, to do on her own birthday and so deny wanted to you know celebrate in turn celebrate her and it was it was just it was just a phenomenal experience yeah. and just who you know the, the connections that were made as well yeah. because there was no sense of like, there was yeah there was there, there was no tension there was no it was all love and so many people were you know hugging and, and laughing yeah. and talking and connecting and I was I was numb. I yeah, was full was and numb. You yeah. know, when I walked away, I was so was the food happy good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people came to show. Like literally, I was like, this is like the Oscars. Like people Wait, came. Dressed. Was it like a it couple was, days was, before the Oscars? It was yeah. It was Thursday. Oscars. Yeah. It was a Thursday, the before, Thursday the before the Oscars. And it was yeah. it was a luncheon. But people like came in like gowns. I was like, I, I was like, <laughs> I came in like some pants and shirt. I was like, it's a luncheon. What do people wear to luncheon? Know, like, why are you? People are gonna show up. And I was like, people came in such like nice outfits. I, I felt know. yeah. Next, I, I know better for now. <laughs> but no, it was a great. I wish I wish there was an event like that just with every like all mm-hmm. the all the communities yeah. of mm-hmm. like people right. of color. That would be I think that would be really yeah. interesting. It to really do. would. Let's be really start interesting. it. Yeah, there you okay. go. Right. Let's just Let's do it now. Okay. Be the solution. Yes, yes. Let's just start it. We'll have it at Red Lobster. <laughs> we sure will. Or Olive Garden. Red Lobster. Salad and breadsticks. <laughs> So is there a role or genre that you haven't tackled yet that you <laughs> I already know. Okay. I'll pick. I'll pick. I oh. haven't done. I haven't done. I would who? love to do it. Do you have an idea of who have, you or, wanted? Oh, is so there a many. list? Okay, I what mean, about top three or two? Oh goodness. Okay. Well, I oh gosh, that one's hard. There's so <laughs> I many. I could see you as like a um who was the one that uh Halle Berry did? Oh, Dorothy, Dorothy Dandridge. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't get to you as a Dorothy oh, Dandridge. Yeah, Hall- yeah. Ooh-wee. Hallie gave yeah. her all for yeah, that, didn't she? Yeah. By the way, um, coot, mad respect to her for that. Um, but but yeah, I mean, Flojo <gasps> yeah. is fascinating to me. 
My, that, I, I, I see that. Me. I'm seeing that. She's fascinating to me. That's just one that I can think of. There's so many. But Flojo, I think, let's let's make that happen, guys. Yeah. Flojo, I'll right. make that happen, and then the diversity luncheon. The diversity luncheon. <laughs> let's start there on it is. right now. I'm starting a lot on of things need to happen. Okay, mm-hmm. so between Sasha and Commander Burnham, mm-hmm. who would make the better wingman? Uh, <laughs> I know you're married. And, and you, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. But, but like, like, single, you, say you're single. single days. And you, okay. You are going out to the club. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who would you bring with you? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's tough. Yeah. <laughs> because Sasha. <laughs> Sasha is ready to fight, yeah, right? Say, and so, you know. She'll things, be like a little aggressive. Yeah, she'll yeah. be aggressive. There's, there's you know, ooh, it's, it's kind of hard for Sasha to kick back and, and have mm, a good time. It's all about, Because it know, took her a while to let, like, it really uh, did. people, like, to let people uh, in. Who's the, the redhead? What's oh, his, yeah. I'm missing uh, his name. Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. yeah. Bob and took, Abraham. Yeah. It took it a while to let them in. So. Them in. <laughs> so, you know, the last time we saw Sasha go to a party, she had a, a panic attack okay. um, from her PTSD. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say probably Michael Burnham. Okay. Because even though Michael Burnham would be a bit awkward because mm-hmm. um, Michael is so analytical, yeah. um, I think we could make it work. Okay. I think I could use. <laughs> I, I could think, use the brains yeah. to, to, to my advantage. Yeah. I'm thinking Sasha could scare into, <laughs> you know, having, and you then, know, a, a, you know, like give a guy no choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Michael yes. could be like that person that's like, girl, you can't talk to him. Yeah. He has a belt clip for his phone. Exactly. He has like yes. ugly ass shoes. He has know? a I, I would say like logically ear. speaking, yeah. you know, it's just not a good logical decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. All about logic. That would make more sense. I need a Michael exactly. in my life. Right? <laughs> Michael would, it, it would Lay it all like out for you. Michael would be more analytical, whereas Sasha would be more lead with her feelings. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's all that is. That's, yeah. I would probably want Sasha. You would. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm ready to yeah, have some folks already, scared. Exactly. Like, scare, off, scare you into scare liking off, me. Scare off all the uh, F boys. Yeah. Um, so what's been your craziest, because you've done like the Comic-Cons and all, like what's been your craziest fanboy, fangirl moment so far? I mean, oh, I, you goodness. probably have a bunch of yeah. them. Oh, man. Which one kind of like said, okay, maybe it's restraining order time? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Or just like it kind of scared, kind right. of like shook you or took I you off I can hard. honestly say there has never been any like crazy. Okay, okay. good. There's That's never good. been any restraining order type <laughs> situations. Like, thank, thank God for that. Because uh-huh. I, you know, I know some people have those experiences. Yeah. But I, I have not had any of those but it's there have been so many and I log them in my heart and and in my memory but I mean really it's it's hard to say because I mean there are the people who the the very first time I saw someone cosplay as me was a really big oh yeah yeah well not necessarily not not even crazy but like memorable yeah Yeah. yeah that was a really crazy moment the first time you know, the, the the first time I shed tears with someone, oh. right? Because, you know, if you cry to my face, then there's no way I can't cry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now we're just crying together <laughs> and having this beautiful exchange. And, um, you know, that was crazy. And then, you know, the first time someone said, oh, hey, can you draw your name or a heart right here? I'm going to go get a tattoo. Whoa. I'm like, ah! 
like, are you? <laughs> wait, did, did you wait, do it? Did you do it? Yeah. Oh, really? But I took so much time. Wait, so somebody has a tattoo of your name? Yeah. Well, yes, you're or, saying, or, you're, or you're whatever. Oh, yeah, oh, your autograph. Like my initials oh, or a wow. heart I drew it or whatever. No, but there have been a couple of times where they've come back to me, maybe like a year later oh. at the same convention, and they yeah. show me, and I'm like, ah, whoa, that's, on your that's body, wild. That this is, is crazy. So yeah, it's there's just such a catalog yeah. That's of cool, experiences. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you had no crazy uh knock on wood. Exactly. But yeah, no, nothing crazy. <laughs> so um we asked this this is the final question. We asked this to all our guests. Mm -hmm. Um is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, mm -hmm. actor, producer, director, whoever, like yes. creative? that isn't in the mainstream that you think deserves more recognition or and time in the spotlight? Mm. I know there's a lot. Yeah, there's yes, a lot. But, yes, but there are a lot. Yeah. Well, I do. I do have some. I do have, I have, I have three. It's okay, like, okay. Sort of like a three. That's like fine. Three three project. Project. That's fine. That's fine. Um, there are some some voices that, that are sort of like, you know, they're, they're, people are talking, but I would love to see even more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Victoria Mahoney um, yes. and Emily Apt. I've met, yeah. Yes. I met Victoria. See, she's, she's doing, phenomenal. Yeah, she's doing great things. And I worked with her years and years and years ago when she um, she wrote, directed, and produced uh, Yelling to the Sky. Mm -hmm. It was starring Zoe Kravitz. Mm -hmm. And um, Gabby Sidibe was mm -hmm. also in the in, in the film. And it was it was an amazing time. It was way back, almost 10 years ago. But, um, you know, she's she's an emerging voice, and she's been directing a lot of pilots lately. She's, she you know, she's killing it. But I'm really excited excited to see her you know just like continue to to continue to go yeah Emily Aft as well who like I mentioned earlier in the podcast you know wrote directed and produced toe-to-toe -to -toe, uh -huh. which was also in 2000 um to, that was in 2008 um and I'm really excited to see her she did this documentary called daddy don't go mm -hmm. um uh gosh I think it was three years ago now which was just you know phenomenal and so I'm excited to see these women mm -hmm. because there's such a dearth of female directors Oh, I love, I know, me too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I'm really excited <laughs> to see them because these are women that I have experienced myself. I have seen what they are capable of. I've seen the stories that they are capable of telling mm -hmm. and, and the empathy that they lead with um, and the power as well. I really appreciate. Also, I have a really close friend who is an emerging up-and-coming producer. Oh. I'm really excited for her. her name is Stephanie Mosley, mm -hmm. and she has got some I phenomenal yeah. stories. <laughs> and she tells me of these stories that she's, she's always writing so many stories yeah. all at once, and she tells me of them. And I go, you know, I'm just floored. So I'm excited to see her journey. That's great. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so much S for Sinequa. doing this. Oh, thank you, thank you for being thank part you. of this movement yes. and this moment and, 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 and being this being you. Being and, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't we I mean, truly can't wait to see what else you have coming in the future. And maybe at the luncheon, <laughs> my husband and son can have a little we can do a little like yeah. song and dance yeah. for us before we No, for real. It's gonna be at Red Lobster, don't forget. There we go, that's right. That's right. You We're gonna rent out the Red Lobster in Thousand Oaks. There we go. Thank you guys Thank for you what so you much. do. Oh, Thank yeah. you for what oh. you do. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.